what does a narcissist fear the most? Like, what are they actually afraid of? A lot of times it might appear like they're not afraid of certain things, but I'd like to point out that that's not always true. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can join us at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here, we'd love to have you subscribe, click on the notification to be able to see when we drop more videos. We drop new ones typically every single day, so we'd love to have you interact in the community and learn more about narcissistic abuse and establish some clarity from the confusion that you've been put into. Well, when it comes down to it, what do narcissists actually fear the most? Today, I want to give you four things that you can do to grow and be free once you understand what they actually fear and how to be able to actually work that, okay? Because a lot of times it doesn't seem like narcissists actually fear anything. It seems like a lot of times they have no fear about you, no fear about getting caught, no fear about lying, no fear about manipulation, no fear about anything, but they're just doing what they want to do when they want to do it. And that high level of like confidence, that high level of what they're doing seems like they're invincible a lot of times. A lot of times that is just putting up a wall, putting up a front, or a lot of times we'll term it as a mask in front of who they actually are to be able to hide deep insecurities, to be able to hide the things inside that I'm nervous about, that I'm not willing to engage with, to be able to hide ultimately guilt that says I did something bad, and then shame that says I am bad. Ultimately, the mask is the idea of like, let me put out, out something there that's different than who I am, that's different than what's actually inside, but I can't acknowledge what's inside. I can't be truthful about what's inside. I have to put up a mask, a front to be able to convince people that I'm better or different than what I actually am. There would be an aspect of trying to portray to other people that there is no fear whatsoever about anything. Like, I'm invincible. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not going to die. Like, that's like the thought process a lot of times with narcissists is doing things and engaging with things or, you know, doing different activities or or things that could be painful or, or very dangerous. And at the end of the day, being like, I don't care. Like, I'm not, I'm not in any issue of anything happening to me. There got to be a place in my life where I started to think that way to a degree of like, I could pretty much do anything. Like I could run the car off the road and I would still live because I'm not going to die that way or I'm not going to die yet. Like that idea a lot of times was there, but it was hiding a lot of the stuff that was inside. See, because of the insecurities that are inside a narcissist, narcissists oftentimes develop a defense mechanism in the purpose to avoid shame. The goal is I need to avoid how I feel, what's actually inside, and I need to put it on other people. Sometimes project that onto the people, sometimes rage out on other people, blame other people, whatever it might be. So as a result, there's the creation of a mask, of something that I put up in front of my face that says, no, I'm confident when I'm not. Like, no, I know exactly what I'm talking about when I have no clue what I'm talking about. Like those type of things are there to be able to hide the insecurities, the automatic compliance of like, you need to do what I want you to do. The manipulation, all of this is to position themselves better or in charge of you or in of the situation. 
So when it comes down to it, kind of building some of this up here, when it comes down to it, what narcissists actually fear the most because of those insecurities, because of the things that they're putting out there, because of the mass, what narcissists oftentimes fear the most is control. You see, sometimes people think that narcissists love themselves. They don't love themselves. They hate themselves a lot of times. What, what they actually love is they love the control, the addiction, the fascination of controlling the mask, of controlling you, of controlling the image that they're putting out there, of controlling the, the money or the status, whatever it might be. It's the idea of like, I can't lose control of what I'm putting out there. And so a lot of times that control means it's done in a way to manipulate the mass, to manipulate you, to manipulate people around so that they don't have to own what's actually underneath. As a result, it's all about control. And the thing is, in order for you to actually activate some of this fear, you have to start taking the right steps to be able to grow and be free from narcissistic abuse. So today we're talking about four different things to be able to help you grow and to help you be free. Number one, the first thing is identify the game. Identify that narcissists are playing a game with you. Like there is a game that is there that has filled with manipulation and making you respond and react the way that they want you to react. And in order to identify the game, you also need to take the next step and to stop playing the game. See, just learning that manipulation is the game. This is how it's played and getting to the place of understanding like, wait a second, I know what's happening. I know when you're saying this, you're trying to get me to do this. I know when you're gaslighting me, you're trying to get me to ascribe to your false reality so that you feel better about yourself, but that's not happening because I know what actually happened. This is the idea of not participating in the narcissist game that they're trying to play with you. So many times people are like, I just want to win. I just want to beat them. I just want to be able to figure this out. I just want to prove them wrong. And I'm like, you're not going to be able to do that because you're trying to play a game with them that they're a master at manipulating, but you're trying to play a game with them that doesn't have any rules and is constantly changing the rules that are projected out there. So in order to win at the game, you need to identify what's going on and you need to stop playing. This is filling yourself up with knowledge and understanding of what's actually happening in the narcissistic relationship and deciding like, hey, this isn't happening, which leads us to number two, which is to stop reacting because that game is about manipulation. That game is about control, control of you, control of what they are but then control of how you view that. Like you see behind the mask, now I have to control you. I have to limit your voice. I have to isolate you from your friends and family. They're gonna tell you they see something different than what I'm projecting out there. The game is control and you have to get to the place where you stop reacting to that game. So one of the hardest things for people to do because they want justice, they want to you know, get what's right, they want to be able to prove themselves, they want to be able to stop a smear campaign, all these different types of things. And as a result, you react. And when you react, the narcissist is like, see, still all about me, okay? When you react, you are still feeding the narcissist. You are still feeding that addiction to supply. You're still feeding what they want to get from you. Oftentimes people react in other ways of you'll still run to them to fix them, to try to solve the problem. You'll still run after them because you're addicted with the trauma bond of I still need to interact. I still need to see them. And then you'll react to them. 
you know, with reactive abuse or multiple different things. But the goal is you have to stop reacting and understand like, hey, this is the game. I have to stop playing. I have to stop reacting. The third thing is to establish your truth. You see, a narcissist will gaslight, they'll manipulate, they'll confuse, they'll lie, they'll do anything to try to make you feel like you're crazy and that they're the ones that are smart or intelligent or whatever it might be. And the only way you can get free from a trauma bond, the only way you can get free from cognitive dissonance is getting to the truth of the situation. The truth of the situation, radical acceptance, is one of the hardest pieces for survivors to get to because of the pain that's involved. But the more you run away from the pain, the less you actually engage with the healing. It's like a person who goes and has a broken leg and they're like, I don't want to deal with the pain of them setting my leg. So I'm just going to keep walking on it, wondering why over years I still have a limp. It's because we're avoiding the pain of dealing with it to start off with. There's a lot of times what happens in narcissistic relationships, rather avoid the truth and not actually acknowledge it. So this is where you need to pull out your journal. You need to start focusing on what is actually real. What has happened in the relationship? What is happening now? What is the story that I'm telling myself? What is the lie that I'm believing that's keeping me addicted to this person or wanting me to go back or wanting me to stay in a relationship that ultimately is toxic and abusive to that person and in this relationship? So establish your truth. The truth is the only thing that will set you free. Number four, Develop an exit plan or exit strategy. You see, leaving can be really hard to get away from a narcissist, whether that's no contact, whether that's out of state, whether that's moving out of the house, whatever it might be. But getting free is essential for your healing and for your growth. Maybe that's separating for a period of time so you can clear the fog that's in your mind and you can start to focus on how do I actually heal and move forward. Make sure in any way that you do this that you're getting either counsel or advice or like going through a process to make sure that you're being safe in how you get away. Sometimes this is where people are out of the house when the other partner has served divorce papers or they've moved to another different place. They've established an aspect where they have money coming in from another supply, another source, or maybe they are with another family member to be able to help provide for a period of time. Getting around other people to help support you is essential in your exit strategy and in your exit plan. All these different things, identifying the game, stop playing, stop reacting, establishing your truth, and building an exit plan are all things that narcissists fear because they're losing your, their control, their influence over you. Last but not least, don't discount abuse because of love or because of a false apology. A lot of times people will stick around way too long and built in a trauma bond because they have this hope or potential that this other person is going to change or is going to care about them. If you're going through all of this and you'd like more help and more information on this, go to narcapp.com, N-A-R-C-A-P-P, stands for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, narcapp.com, to be able to find advice, communication, to be able to find different people who are going through the same exact stuff as you, so you understand that you're not crazy, you're not alone, you're not hopeless, reach out to, for, to ask for more help and we'll be able to help you in those situations to give you advice, to help you through, to help you with that accountability as you heal, as you grow, and as you change.